our brains open up and we can solve problems better. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Resilience is a key ingredient of success. Really success in anything, but especially when it comes to fitness, which of course is our focus here on this podcast. Resilience has to do with the ability or the capacity that we have to recover quickly from difficulties. And when it comes to trying to change our habits, trying to get healthier, trying to eat better, whatever it is that you're focused on, you will without a doubt need resilience because things will not always go your way. It's not easy to make these changes. So we need to be able to recover quickly from difficulties. And my guest today is an expert on the resilience mindset. Today, I'll be talking with Dr. Lise DeGeer. She's a clinical psychologist. She's also the author of the book, Flashback Girl, Lessons on Resilience from a Burn survivor. She's going to tell us a little bit about her story, but before she does that, she will share with us her framework for resilience. She knows her stuff. She has practiced resilience in her own experience, and of course, she is helping her clients today to do the same. So here is my interview with Dr. Lise DeGeer. When I talk about mindset um, in the context of our conversation, what I was really talking about was the resilient mindset. Okay. Because there's all kinds of mindsets, right? And some of them are really negative. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so um, in writing my book and starting to present, I came up, having studied a bit about resilience, I came up with a mnemonic for the resilience mindset, which we can get into if yeah, you like. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So it's uh, goals plus M&M. Okay. And, um, the, and I'll, I'll go through them and then we can get into Let's it. Do it. Um, yeah. So the G stands for gratitude. O is for optimism. A is for active coping. L is for love. S is for social skills. And M&M is for meaning making. Uh, awesome. So I, I don't know. I mean, I can just keep going on. Yeah, or... I, I will let you go to it. Like, that sounds great. Tell, tell us more about that. All right. So G is for gratitude. Um, resilient people tend to be grateful people. And that could seem kind of a little hokey or superficial. But it turns out that the capacity for gratitude, it changes us biochemically when we have a grateful thought. It actually affects our biochemistry. And it opens up our mindset from being kind of all 
um, narrowly focused in on what's wrong, uh, when we think about what's right, um, our brains open up and we can solve problems better. It's really interesting. It's very, it has a strong biochemical effect. Wow. So for example, um, you know, during the pandemic, which is still going on, but in the beginning of the pandemic, when things were really, really bad, yeah. it was so easy just to focus on, oh my God, you know, what's going to happen. And I, I made sure that every day I thought, well, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. And as soon as I could start to think that, I, I was definitely more open, less tense, and more able to kind of get on with my day in a productive way. Nice. So it kind of created a shift into, um, instead of like being stuck, being resourceful, right? All of a sudden, like, oh, I can... I have the energy mentally. I have the space to solve problems instead of just keep pounding up against them. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. that negative mindset forces us into kind of that, I, I think most people have heard of fight or flight. Yeah. Just stuck with either, how do I beat this or how do I get out of it? And that's not usually a productive mindset about life. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so G is for gratitude. Um, o um, in goals plus M&M, O stands for optimism. And again, I think optimism can seem kind of superficial or hokey, but um, to me, optimism is just being open to the idea that things could turn out fine. Okay. Not saying that they will or that they have to, or like everything's great, but yeah. that they could turn out fine. And when you can have that thought of like, well, this terrible problem that I'm having could turn out all right, then you start to feel more motivated to work towards it turning out well. Yeah. If you're just like, oh, it's terrible, nothing I can do, then you won't do anything. Right. Help just yourself. Surrender. Yep, it's over. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just being aware of the possibility, like this, this might be okay. Yeah, yeah. I might be all right. Whatever this problem is, yeah. I might do it. It might even be better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So the A in goals stands for active coping, and that's problem solving. Um, so, uh, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll speak to your community a little bit. Yeah. People who find themselves not exercising, um, uh, not doing what they say that they were going to do, um, you know, a, a, a passive person would look at that and say, well, I guess I hope I'll feel better tomorrow. Or, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get inspired. But an active coper takes a look at that problem and says, what can I do to set myself up for success tomorrow? Um, maybe I should put my sneakers by the door. Uh, maybe I should, you know, get a new gym outfit. So I feel kind of like I'm going to look cute <laughs> and I want to wear, you know, what, or maybe I should go in the morning and not in the afternoon or an active coper is able to say, what, it, what in this problem is there that I can address as opposed to just kind of waiting for it to go away. Right. Okay. So resilient people, the resilient mindset are full of active copers. Action. Okay. Nice. Um, L is for love. Uh, uh, so the concept is that um, 
resilient people have love in their lives. Um, sometimes we're not loved by the people we think we should be loved by, mm. you know, yeah. um, and that can be a real bummer. I, I say, you know, I mean, that's such a superficial way of saying it. You know, I myself am the child of uh, two parents who were really pretty neglectful mm. and I could spend a long time feeling bad about that and upon occasion I have. Uh, but, you know, the resilient mindset is a person who's able to look around and say, all right, well, who does love me? <laughs> who is there for me? And uh, when I think that way, I can notice that I have many good friends. I have other relatives. Uh, I have a wonderful husband. Um, you know, there's love out there. And uh, if this relationship isn't working great for me, that doesn't mean that others won't. It's interesting um, that the studies on resilience on kids who've been, um, you know, really traumatized, who maybe had mothers who weren't there for them, up to a third and even 50% of those kids turn out okay. And uh, the studies show that it's, they had somebody. They had a teacher, they had a grandmother, they had a neighbor, they had somebody who was there for them, who loved them. Nice. And uh, if I if I may, in your experience as you're as you're teaching this framework and um, working with others, have you run across across some someone who says like I I really don't have anybody and what what mm -hmm. would be the recommendation? Have you found like you should, no? There's always somebody. Let's talk about it. Or are is that where we go kind of back to the A and like what could you do? You know what active step could you take to reach out maybe to someone? Yeah. Well. Thankfully, as you say that, I thought to people I know who might, like clients I know who might say, oh, there wasn't ever anybody. But thankfully, when I think through their history, there always was. There always was. Okay. And a grandparent, maybe. Mm -hmm. A friend. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's pretty hard to go through the world and not have somebody who loved you. Maybe they're out there. God bless them. I haven't met them. But a lot of times we're so narrowly focused on our relationships that aren't working that we're not remembering the ones that did. But to your point, Nate, if that were to happen, and I hope it doesn't, but if there were to be someone out there who literally can say, no one has ever been there for me, then you know the focus would be on, okay, how can we help you be there for you? Mm, okay, got it. And also maybe, are you noticing that I am here for you? Nice. So the S in uh, the resilient mindset stands for social skills. Um, resilient people tend to be good with other people because uh, it's a really big component of resilience to be able to make relationships and keep them. Because mm. that's how we all get along in life, right? You know, everybody needs a hand up now and then. Um, if you don't need it now, you're going to someday. Yeah. Uh, so resilient people tend to be polite, well-mannered, um, smile a lot, um, are willing to help each other. Um, and by the way, some of the other things we talked about, like optimism, gratitude, these usually are very attractive qualities to other people, right? If you're an optimistic person, you tend to attract more people who want to talk to you. If you're grateful for someone who, help, who helps you, then that tends to strengthen that relationship. 
And I think it's worth noting that all of these things, gratitude, optimism, active coping, love, social skills, they all kind of can affect each other. Yeah, I was thinking that as I was listening, how they mm-hmm. can flow from one to the next almost naturally yeah. and influence one another. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So the last thing in this resilient mindset mnemonic that I talk about is meaning making. And meaning making is something that people tend to do as they are recovering from something difficult. Mm. Not when you're in the middle of a crisis. When, you know, when you're in the middle of a crisis, you're just trying to get through the day. You have cancer. You're just trying to survive your chemotherapy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You're just trying to get through it. But at some point, uh, when people have gone through really something very difficult, resilient people are able to look back at it and say, what did I learn from this? What has this taught me? Um, there, again, there might be people who are listening to this podcast who say, well, yeah, I went through um, you know, a, a, a terrible heart attack. And what that taught me was I need to take better care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to eat better. I need to be more physically fit. I need to walk more. Um, other people um, go through a crisis and make meaning out of it. Like, well, how can I help other people going through a similar process? Um, and then you have people, you know, running marathons for cancer or diabetes or whatever. Um, for myself, uh, you know, I haven't even gotten into my story, but I'm a, I'm a childhood burn survivor and the survivor of multiple, 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 you know, really significant traumas in my life. And the meaning that I make out of all of that, looking back, is that um, having gone through tremendous pain, I'm really good at helping others who are going through tremendous pain. Mm. And uh, I can be there for people who are hurting and witness that and show up. Yeah. Um, and that's the, the meaning I make out of it is like, okay, I went through all that, but I'm here to try to help other people, you know, as, as best I can um, get through, you know, life, which is not always an easy thing to get through. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I know you mentioned your book and I, the framework is in the book. Would, do you mind telling, telling me a little bit more about, about that? Oh, yes. About Thank you. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, so, um, my, my book is called flashback girl lessons on resilience from a burn survivor. And it is my memoir of growing up as a severely burned girl. I was burned 65% on my little body, uh, when I was four. I lost my lip, chin, neck, uh, uh, my, my arms were fused to my chest. I was hideously disfigured. And I went through, you know, countless surgeries. Truly, I don't know how many. Um, there was a lot of physical pain. There was a lot of emotional pain. I was bullied and my family was really neglectful. Mm. So I, I have been through it. Yeah. <laughs> Early on, wow. Early on and for many years. Um, And yet, you know, I I now am leading a really beautiful life. I'm a psychologist. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I have a wonderful family. Life is really good. And so I wrote this book in the hopes of reaching other people who are going through really tough things to say, like, you know, 
there is hope. You know, if I can make it through what I made it through, other people can too. Here are some thoughts on how to do that. Um, At the end of every chapter, there is actually, there literally is a lesson that talks about how to cope with physical pain, how to be a better parent, how to cope with bullying, things like that. Mm. So it's both a memoir and a little kind of bit of a self-help book from a psychologist who has been through it. Sure. Yeah. All those different lessons, those different ways to apply it. Wow. Yes. Wow. How, how can people get, get your book? Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, so it's available on Amazon um, or Barnes and Noble, or even if you just go to your local independent bookstore and ask them to order it for you, they can do it that way. And uh, I will say it's, you know, I'm going to brag a little. It's won three awards for memoir, like international awards for memoir. And um, it's the kind of book that people buy and then they wind up sending 10 copies to their friends and people who are having a hard time because it's it's inspiring but it's also funny and it's quickly paced and so people do it's been very well received awesome wow thank you for your work uh what what's the best way for um a listener who would like to connect with you to to do so thanks um for that question too so i have a website um, and it's my name, which is really complicated. So it's lisadegear.com. I can spell that, I guess. Um, L-I-S-E-D-E-G-U-I-R-E, lisadegear.com. Okay. And on that website is more about me. Um, and I actually write a blog about resilience that comes out every other week that your listeners might find interesting and that's free and available to everybody and um, has a lot of good stories in there about things that have required resilience and how I got through things and sometimes how guest authors did too. So that's available for everybody as well. Awesome. Great. And I'll definitely have a link right in the show notes so people can click and go check out your work. Very nice. Cool. Dr. Lisa Gear, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Nate. I'm so glad to speak with you today and to connect with whoever is out there who needs a little inspiration just to keep going through this thing we call life. I'm curious to know, as you were listening, how you would rate your mindset when it comes to resilience, in particular, when it comes to resilience in your own health and fitness journey. We got some great tips from Dr. Lisa Gear today that can help us to start to build that mindset of resilience. Was there something from her framework that you thought, wow, that's something that could definitely be a little bit fuller in my life? If there was, then I would encourage you, design a very small step around that piece of the framework. Something very small that you can do right now to start moving in that direction to build a habit around that area. Uh, For example, maybe it was around gratitude. Maybe it's a small habit that um, you can do every day to just focus on one, two, or maybe three things that you are grateful for in your life. And Just as we've done in the past, talking about building habits, maybe tie that to something that you already do habitually 
every single day. Um, maybe it's when you take that first sip of coffee in the morning or while your coffee's brewing. Once you get that going, you will take a moment just to focus on gratitude or whichever piece of the framework that you feel like will help you the most. You can really choose your own adventure and focus some time on developing a mindset of resilience. Again, I want to thank so much um, Dr. Lisa Gear for being here on the podcast with me today. And just as I mentioned in the interview, I will link to her uh, website where you can get into her blog or um, get a copy of her book. I'll link to that in the show notes for you. I really hope that you benefit this week from giving some attention to building a mindset of resilience right along with me. And I will talk to you next time right here on the Begin Within podcast. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.